welcome listeners welcome terry how you going good thanks yourself sam yeah pretty good um today we've got another juicy topic as usual uh we're going to be talking about the dark web it's um you know it's it's pretty uh commonly spoken about in the uh in the public and um, I don't think a lot of people know too much about it, including ourselves, Terry. So it'd be good to, uh, you know, it's been good to look into some facts and um, figures into this one. So, yeah, pretty keen to jump into this one as usual. So am I. Let's put our seatbelts on and strap ourselves in. It's going to be a wild ride. Enough chatter. Let's get into it, Sam. Yeah, let's do it. Bring your torch. We're getting into the dark web. Ooh. Affordable, custom, and tailor-made fencing solutions. Whether it's residential, commercial, or for your farming needs, we know the place that ticks those boxes and so many more. Damn cheap wholesalers. They put a smile on your dial as well as a double thumbs up, just like the logo. One of the biggest importers in Australia, specialising in metal and fabrication. No design or desire is too tough for these guys. Located in South Australia but servicing your fencing needs nationwide. They're on Facebook and Instagram. Type in damn cheap wholesalers. Once again, damn cheap wholesalers. Yippee. The Business Makeover Specialists, Danny LaRosa Design. Wanting something new, something fresh? Logos, business cards, publications, Digital designs, visit the one-stop shop. Danny LaRosa Design. You can find her on Facebook and Instagram, and that is her handle at Danny LaRosa Design. Website is www.dannylarosadesign.com. Make the change today. What are you waiting for? I hope you listened to Sam in the introduction and brought your torch. It's pretty dark in here and I'm scared. Sam, can you be my knight in the shining armour and get things underway, please? Mm, no worries. I've got uh, I've got a candle here, actually, so we're going, uh, going old school. Um, yeah, as we mentioned, the dark web. We're, uh, we're going to yeah, dig through this one today because it's, um, yeah, I mean, we say it often, it's a juicy topic, but you know what? This is a real uh, real good one. Um, so I'll start it off. I'll... I'll uh, I'll just give us or give you listeners the rundown of what the dark web is, really, um, in case you don't know. So it's really it's a part of the Internet that isn't visible to search engines and, and it requires the use of something that's called a anonymizing browser. Um, and the main main browser used uh, is called a Tor, which we'll get into um, get into the details of that one later on as well. Um, so How do you spell much, that, Sam? Tor? Uh, that, that's just T-O-R. For, um, oh wow! You listeners that want to Google that one, um, so yeah, it pretty much uh, it, it's a way of hiding your IP address, so you know you can't be tracked and your location can't be um, tracked, and you know all your details of what you're searching can't be tracked. So it's it's sort of like you know encrypted way of um, of searching the internet and uh, getting into these other hidden websites and hidden um, pages. Yeah, so you mentioned anonymizing browser. So basically, mm-hmm. you become anonymous whilst um, using a browser such as Tor. Yeah. Yep, wow. That's right. Yeah, spot on. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, obviously the dark web's uh, intentionally hidden. Um, and, well, because it's hidden, we don't know the size of it. Um, 
So a lot of question marks uh, around what you know what it actually consists of, but it's very mysterious, um, very interesting in, in my in my view. Um, so where did it come from? We well, the research we've done uh, points towards the U.S. government actually creating this uh, this beast in the ni- mid 1990s, roughly, um, and it was actually originally designed for spies and for um, those kind of you know government. Uh, or high security and uh, high uh, profile and maybe, you know, um, yeah, private uh, spies to exchange information anonymously. Um, so it wasn't uh, going to be tracked on the, um, on the normal, you know, on the regular, uh, as, you know, as we call it, the, the surface web. Um, so that's the original uh, purpose of it. Um, and then obviously now, you know, everyone's heard the stories of what it, what it sort of developed into now, which is, um, sort of a platform for some illegal and explicit uh, content. So um, we obviously hear about that a lot and, you know, the, all the um, the bad things that you can do on there and the naughty things you can do on there. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's interesting how, you know, the U.S. government uh, originally designed it to communicate with each other and, and share some information between countries with, with maybe their um, – between allies mm. so their enemies sort of didn't ha- get leaked or have the potential – ability to access that information yeah, so yeah. you know that, that's uh, that's a valid <clears throat> reason of creating a, a beast as you call it um mm. such as this however yep. you know once you've created a system or a beast like this then there's always going to be the exploitation um for illegal and illegal and explicit content so mm. i mean everyone right. always abuses the system and yep i guess why not i mean the u.s government created it so i mean if you're going to be blamed for putting some illegal stuff up on there well we shouldn't have created it in the first place mm. Look what you've done u.s very, government geez very true yeah yeah point the uh, blame on them but yeah it's um it's, it's very weird like you know like we said yeah it's created it was created by the u.s government but it's sort of you know free for anyone to use not just uh, government officials or spies or anything um but it'll make sense later on once we get into it why it's available to um other other people and uh, the general population, like uh, myself and and uh, you as well, Terry, if we wanted to jump on there and and uh, do a bit of browsing or or shopping. Um, so a bit of research from it's a bit a little bit old, but a bit, little bit of research from 2015 suggests that uh, around 57% of uh, dark websites host illicit material. Um, wow. And and we're thinking, well, apparently, you know, as time goes on, it's it's getting higher and higher. So. Um, but interesting to know that, you know, it's not all um, used for illegal activities. I mean, you know, obviously the dark web sort of gets a bit of a that um, mantra where it's, you know, it's all, all bad sort of thing, but it's actually not. So we'll jump into um, uh, a few different uses. Um, and now Terry can, uh, Terry can share with us what, you know, the, the good and bad uh, uses of the, uh, of the dark web is. Mm. Yeah, I can share that. Um, and you're lucky I'm feeling really good and caffeinated this morning. So I've just... Mm. Uh, yeah, sunk down a nice, delicious cup of coffee. It's nice. delicious, by the way. Um, so thanks for explaining what it is. How about I say what it's used for? Mm. Um, and we've obviously just mentioned it's uh, used for a lot of uh, illegal activities. And, and just just as an example, um, some of the activities or the illegal activities that it can be used for. So it's to buy potentially credit card numbers. So you could be uh, purchasing some credit card numbers of, you know, some anonymous people and you using those details to acquire whatever you like. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we've got some drugs there, some guns, <clears throat> um, some counterfeit money, uh, a bit of human trafficking, um, if you love that slave labor. Um, stolen subscriptions, 
So that's an interesting one. There's a couple mm. of fun facts we're going to go through later on. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's um, maybe a couple of ideas for you uh, stoners out there. Um, some social security numbers. Uh, so that's obviously um, relevant to, you know, America. So if you ever want to get a, a job and whatever, and you, you need to fill out an application and it requires mm. a social security number, or you can acquire that here on this dark web. Um, you can even acquire human organs. So, you know, mm. if you've been smashing the pub too hard over the last 20, 30 years, sinking mm. too many pints, and you're thinking, oh, my liver's fucked. Yeah. Might as well get a new one. Well, you know what? Jump on the dark web, get on the tour, and away you okay. go. Brand new liver. I reckon I might, need a, might need to look for a couple of those for uh, myself and you, uh, Terry. <clears throat> yeah, um, absolutely, Sam. Um, yeah, we're raging alcoholics, aren't we? <laughs> Uh, fake passports. So this is actually a big one. Um, this is probably one of the the main uses for the illegal activities is for those that want to, um, you know, go to different countries and mm. having the ability to go to different countries. Cause obviously with visas and that sort of stuff, um, you know, certain countries only allow, um, you know, I guess, uh, people and individuals from other certain countries. Uh, so that, that that's a very interesting one. Mm, yeah. Uh, then we've got some real disgusting shit on there, like some child pornography. I mean, there's some fucking sickos out there and they just make me sick. Mm. Um, fake college degrees. I mean, look, I've gone through university or and or a college and, you know, just, just have the old, uh, mentality P's get degrees it still gets you that piece of paper at the end of the day and you can still have fun i mean if you're gonna fake it till you make it i mean grow up just nah. just learn it's fun to learn and you know just pass it. would you i heard you bought your your straight off the dark web your uh your degree well it's got me to where i am right now so <laughs> who's to say i didn't but yeah, yeah uh so you can do that sort of stuff um gambling um so I'm potentially there, there could be some electronic cockfighting on the dark web <laughs> you could uh Mm. gamble on um and then also we've got plastic explosives uranium um you could even steal lottery tickets from people so you know if you were to buy a lottery ticket online uh, all your data is on there or you could actually potentially just uh steal that mm. and um you know get it for yourself and yeah maybe whoever redeems that ticket first at the uh, at the counter wins so if you're pretty prompt, then right. mm, yeah. So if you've won a million bucks off the lotto, well, I'd be running to the lotto just in case <laughs> someone else does before you. Um, yeah, so it, it's very interesting. And also, uh, what else it can it can do is hack into other people's computers. And and majority of hackers actually use the dark web because, again, as we've emphasised previously, it's anonymizing. So basically, any hacker is anonymous. So we don't mm. actually know who's hacking into it. Yeah. Um, so that's just. We're really uh, just touching on the surface of what it can be used for, and there's so many other uses, and I think we've gone through a vast array of uses there. Just a quick one um, before I get stuck into some fun facts, Sam. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Um, yeah, well, a lot of variety there. So, yeah, it's a, it's a big, uh, you know, you've got a big shopping cart and you can fill it up. So, yeah, I mean, hey, if you want any of those things, you know where to go. But, uh, yeah, it's... It's interesting some of the things you can buy uh, on the dark web. It's obviously yeah not uh, not traced, and um, I think people would yeah definitely enjoy uh, the privacy and you know whether the thing is as well you got to add to this whether the um, those items actually arrive in your in your post. That's uh, another another issue. Because yep. um, yeah, I don't know if Australia Post will be uh, happy to deliver a few livers to your doorstep or um you know, even uh, an AK-47, they might uh, they might track that one through the post. But, yeah, um, very interesting. Uh, and the fun facts, I think, uh, are going to blow people's minds. 
Yeah. Um, maybe this is just might be a bit of an entrepreneurial idea, but if the normal post system won't, you know, ship to your door, how about mm. a dark post? Ooh, mm. A dark wow. post for the dark web. So you've got these dodgy little couriers who are all dressed in black yep. with uh, like ninja suits and in black vans. And, you know, oh, geez, what's in there? Yeah, yeah. A, a nice shopping trolley of some drugs and guns mm. and, um, you know, human organs and some child mm. pornography and all yeah. that sickening shit. Half your shit might get stolen, though, by the courier. Yeah. And then, uh, then you can potentially hire an assassin on the dark <laughs> web to kill him. Very true. Yeah. That's, that's a good Serves point. Serves him, right? <laughs> You'll learn his lesson. Uh-huh. Anyway, some fun facts. Let's jump into it. And uh, mm. I really love this sort of section that we've started to um, get going here on the pod. And it's yeah. uh, it's, oh, it's delicious. Anyway, so from our research um, and, and with these fun facts, so when it turns into subscriptions or that sort of stuff, you can you can buy a lifetime Netflix subscription on the dark web for six bucks US. Jeez. Bargain. Cheap as hell. It's it that is Ooh. that is less than half of a monthly subscription for two or more users on Netflix. So for oh half God. the price of a monthly payment, you can get it for a lifetime. Wow. Not sure the mechanics and the, the the things that go behind the scenes for you to get that. Mm. Um, maybe it might last for a year before Netflix sort of um, come wise to the situation and change, you know, the codex and the passwords and the mm. encryptions on it. But hey, I mean, six bucks even for a year. For a why year. not? Um, oh, maybe, nice. yeah, maybe you can even, you know, um, spice it up with and get some, you know, a different IP address and get that US, uh, mm. Netflix as well and get a few more shows or whatever you like to do. Um, so that's, True. that's one of the examples you can buy login credentials for a bank account with $50,000 in it. And all that would cost you is 500 bucks. It's a $500 <laughs> investment for $50,000 reward. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's massive. It's a bargain. Um, the, the, what we don't consider here is the jail time that's uh, that comes with uh, mm. with you know accessing these things. But yeah, c- continue, Terry. That's that's an interesting one. Yeah, I think obviously T's and C's applies. And yeah, there'd be a, a numerous uh, PDS um, product disclosure statement as mm. well um, to sort of supplement your acquisitions and purchases. Yeah, yeah. So you can also get three thousand dollars in counterfeit cash for the price of six hundred bucks. Ooh, Interesting. Um, yeah, wow. You can also buy seven prepaid credit cards, each with a balance of $2,500, all for 500 bucks. Seems like there's some serious bargains. And you know what? Yeah. You know, we're, we're really coming up to the end of financial year here, Sam. And, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we are. you know, I mean, you want to claim some of these business-related purchases. So why not just jump on board and, you know, stock up and, hey, you can claim it on your tax. Mm. I mean, Maybe that's not legal either. Refer to your uh, local taxation jurisdiction before you yeah. go ahead and that's consult with your accountant as well. But, um, I mean, there's no stopping you. Yeah, yeah. You know, that wasn't tax do. advice either. That's uh, just no. general. It's just, well, no, that's not advice at all. It's just no, me uh, just dribbling. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and as far as, uh, I guess, organs, human organs are concerned, um, a human heart or liver can cost you between a hundred and two hundred thousand dollars. So, I mean, you know, if you're really on the, on, on the edge of the cliff here in terms of your life and maybe your, your heart's about to shut up shop, um, mm. for your particular lifetime or your liver's just about had it. Well, I mean, what's the, what's the cost of your life for an extra, maybe 10 to 20 or 30 years and an extra hundred grand or 200 grand. I think it's worthwhile. So mm, yeah, yeah I mean, right. if you, if you want a brand new one, um, jump on board, but 
you know, I'm not a medical prof- professional, but, and, but I've seen a lot of uh, medical docos and, you know, there is that risk of, you know, the, the new human heart and or liver just not accepting mm. your body. So, True. yeah, obviously yeah. that risk as well. But, yeah, I mean, plenty of there for you. Um, maybe you could actually buy, you know, login credentials for a bank account, two of them for 500 bucks each, mm. which gives you 50 grand in each account, and you can yep. use that 100 grand to then buy the liver. That's great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, idea. That's, that's that's ingenious. So and then thousand bucks, you get a hundred grand. Yeah, a hundred grand, you buy a brand new liver. So you've only caught, yeah. you're only really spending a thousand bucks. And then you fork out the six bucks and you get the Netflix uh, lifetime subscription, and you'll probably live a lot longer because you got a new liver and heart. Beautiful. Mm. Can't can't go wrong with that. Um, they even reckon <laughs> you can buy a human hand or foot for about five hundred bucks a piece. So yeah, if you want to add some. Uh, some sort of, you know, weird you know, ornaments on your uh, mantelpiece, then uh, get on board. Uh, I guess, you know, sort of reattaching a, a hand or foot to your body if you're an amputee, uh, once again, that's uh, some pretty tricky surgery and sometimes and majority of the time they just reject that sort of stuff. Mm, but, true. I mean, yeah, nothing wrong with having a bit of a display case there in that uh, mantelpiece of yours in the dining room. So mm. why not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also, you can even hire hackers to attack computers for you. So, you know, say you mm, weren't getting along with Graham at the pub and you thought, <laughs> fuck him and his business and his, you know, he's a, he's doing a concreting business. Yeah, I'll mm. give Graham, I'll see what he's fucking on about and just get someone to hack into his computer systems, take all his money, mm. um, all oh, his, yeah. uh, take, you know, delete all his photos from his, uh, you know, his trip to the Wit Sundays. Uh, and all those precious memories with his uh, his young ones and his missus. Jeez. Um, maybe he has a few dirty ones that he can leak into the media. <laughs> How dare you? That's, that's horrible. Well, I mean, Graham shouldn't have <coughs> fucked around at the pub. It's as uh, simple <laughs> as that. So, I mean, be nice to everyone. Treat people the way you want to be treated, you dickhead. <laughs> um, I may or may not know a person named Graham, so I'm potentially not specifically targeting any person. But if your name is Graham, you're probably a good bloke. <laughs> um, yes, but however, Sam, mm, yes, we're, we're really diving into these illegal activities. However, yeah. mm-hmm. it's also used for a lot of non-illegal activities as well. And remember, as you mentioned, it was designed by the U.S. government mm. just to sort of trade communication, just so other countries and their enemies yep. just didn't—they weren't privy to it. Yeah, yeah. So it could have just been a, a simple communication platform between their allies. Yeah. Um, could have even have been just a, a quick little dark web email to London to say, hey, what's the weather like there in London from, from you know, maybe from California or something mm. like that. True. Just could have been something as innocent as that. Yeah. Um, mm. There's also a lot of innocent stuff that's gone on. So some of the things um, that are non-illegal, uh, joining a chess club, I mean, mm. that's enthralling. Um, I'm it's not too sure if you probably – jump on the dark web just for that, but it can be done. Um, yeah, mm, true. Maybe you just don't want people to know your secret moves on the chessboard. Mm. Um, so, yeah, and, and they won't get leaked. Uh, there's also a social media platform. Um, I mean, us, or not us, but those that really commonly uh, frequent on the dark web, no, call it the Facebook of Tor. Mm. Um, Sounds yeah, great. It does actually sound pretty good. I might even join up after this. Mm. Yeah, so you, you basically can have communication with your mates, friends, even chicks that you've picked up at the nightclub, um, and you, know, you can have a bit of dirty talk with them without uh, it getting leaked out to the press yep. and or the media, um, or even just you know 
catching up with mates and setting up barbecues and stuff. You, you don't want anyone else having privy to that information. Um, mm, true. You don't want any gate crashes there at the party. Yep. Um, or you can just, yeah, generally have some chit-chat. But rest assured, no one's going to have the ability to access that. because. Mm. And even if they access it, the beauty of, and we keep emphasizing this, um, you remain anonymous. So mm. even if they can access this information and you're not giving away too many addresses uh, or any actual you know, specific data, they're not going to know who it's actually coming from or where it's coming from. So that's, that's great. Um, yep. I really love that. What about you? Do you love that, Sam? Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's great. Um, Lo- loves, a, loves a word that gets thrown around a lot, but mm. we don't use it too much. However, yeah. we do love this. <laughs> yeah, it's very handy. Um, that's for sure. I mean... Yeah, a lot of the time, you know, you go onto onto the internet to search for a few things and, uh, you know, a couple of days later or a couple of minutes later, you've got advertisements popping up on your phone. And um, as we've discussed in a previous podcast about uh, Big Brother and who's watching, you just you just never know. The government and uh, whoever else has got access to whatever you're searching. So, yeah, I guess the dark web is a good place to um, to get around that. Yeah, absolutely. And also, it's also a good um, little platform as well, especially with Tor. It can be mm. used um, to search on things on the internet without having your personal data stored as yeah, Google does on the surface web. Mm. Um, so this is, a, this is another one as well. I mean, you know how you can delete your search history, you can sort of all that sort of stuff that you can do, mm. but it only appears to you and any user of that particular computer that you haven't searched those particular things because you've deleted that search history. But yeah. Google... How, can track what they still search. So it doesn't delete anything from their servers. Mm-hmm. However, on the dark web, you can search for anything and still remain anonymous. And yep. uh, a, a good search platform on Tor or other dark web sort of platforms is called DuckDuckGo. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've played some serious DuckDuckGoose over my time <laughs> in, in my primary school days. What and, a game. Yeah. Um, I was very competitive in that and, yeah, really used to fucking grind my gears when, you know, people would just do the old uh, little fingertip on your on your hair follicles and you yeah. wouldn't know if they actually touch, touched you or not. And you, mm. then they'd oh, get up and start laying into them. Absolutely. Um, maybe some sharp elbows to the temple. Yeah. Um, but just... Even though I was, you know, 10 years old, some <laughs> probably would have thought that's a bit too serious and lethal, but, hey. If the game's there to be won, and I'll do mm. any, anything necessary. I mean, that's you right. show me the rules if that's legal or not. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, I don't condone it. So <laughs> Duck Duck goes the way to go on the dark web, um, and also, yeah, no, no, like tracking cookies or anything like that. And we're not talking about the those uh, delicious choc chip cookies or those Antec biscuits that you love to dunk in some liquid cow or anything like that. But uh, the cookies that remain um, on on the surface web. So none of that shit either. Mm. Um, you can also access some non-censored and alternative news. So you know how you know those a lot of news networks and, and media sort of platforms always sort of try to spin a specific narrative that suits mm. them. Yep. Well, the dark web gives you a bit more of an unbiased look, or sometimes they try to play devil's advocate and give you the other side of the story. And yep. you know what? I'm one of those guys that love just to hear both sides to the story, oh, and yeah. then I might form my own opinion. Mm-hmm. However, unfortunately. A lot of us are only sort of exposed to one side of the story, um, yep. so it's a bit unfortunate. So if you if you do want that unbiased look, or if you do want to see what is on the other side of the fence in regards mm. to a specific story or situation, jump on the dark web. Um, 
And some uh, some some governments make it very hard for both sides of the story to be uh, to be listened to as well. Sometimes they've got you know hidden agendas that they want to push, and they don't want you accessing that information. So yeah, you can jump on the dark web and um, get that information from other parts of the world rather than what uh, you know your leaders feeding you. Definitely. Sorry, guys. I'm just uh, filling up my glass with some premium. Um, Eight pH water, so mm. it's uh, it's not pH neutral. It's actually uh, slightly on the alkaline side, um, mm, just uh, nice. with the absence of some acidity. So I'm just uh, sounds like my pool water. Oh yeah, delicious. Get onto that eight pH. Mm. Um, yeah, so plenty of other things. Um, also used for whistleblowers to share for that information and not be identified. This is really mm. important, and I actually Huge. condone this. Um, sort of use of the dark web because you know there's so many you know dodgy operators out there and so many fuckwits mm. um, especially with that child pornography crap that we mentioned previously yep. why wouldn't you jump on the dark web and whistleblow because mm. you're going to remain anonymous and you're also going to expose someone for who, who they truly are that's um, right so you know if you if you know someone that's doing some really dangerous and disgusting shit get on yep. board get on tour and start blowing that whistle yeah, very, 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 um, yeah, very interesting that that uh, that use for um, the dark web, uh, Terry. Because yeah, I think in the past, you know, things like WikiLeaks with uh, Julian Assange and um, even uh, the Panama Papers that were, were released. Um, I think these things were all uh, sort of released through the uh, the dark web, and um, well, at least their, their identities were hidden from uh, yeah from the public, but. In the end, I think uh, the WikiLeaks one sort of backfired in the end because uh, Julian Assange got it, uh, got unmasked anyway. But, yeah, um, yeah, it's very useful because yeah, you can remain anonymous. And, you know, who knows how where, where the corruption uh, leads and how deep the corruption is um, within even, you know, governments and police and mm. whatnot. So, hey, you might go, uh, you know, talk to the police and tell them some juicy information about someone that's a... Uh, you know, doing something wrong, and they might be on the uh, payroll, so you don't know. That's exactly right, Sam. Um, yeah, Julian Sarge, he must have had like a really strong jaw and tongue and whatever. He really knew how to blow that, blow that whistle. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I actually love doing that. Um, I might even become a whistleblower myself. Mm. I might even become one of those uh, maggots or umpires, <laughs> as you might call them. <laughs> anyway, um, you can also send and receive communication data, and that's exactly what it was originally designed for, um, without having any uh, trace or trail. Mm. Um, also, one of the other uh, popular sites um, on Tor was called Silk Road. Yeah. Um, it's been closed down a few times. Um, they even made a Silk Road 2.0 and all that sort of stuff, and it was one of those popular websites for illegal activity, products, services, and paraphernalia. So, yeah. Um, yeah, great. So, it's definitely... Some of the uses it can be used for, whether it's mm. legal or illegal. But, you know, that's the dark web. There's also yep. another thing called the deep web. But, mm -hmm. Sam, I reckon best if you explain yes. what those two are because they get confused. Yeah, I'll try um, try make it clear and, um, yeah, just Please. Out outline the facts. <clears throat> so we've talked about, yeah, the, the dark web. Um, obviously, I think the dark web is is – you know, untraceable, you remain anonymous. Um, some people, yeah, get confused and mistakenly, you know, inter interchange the words like deep web and dark web. They think it's the same, but it's it's actually not correct. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely wrong. So the deep web actually um, refers to anything that 
or anything on the internet that is accessible uh, it is accessible via search engines, but it has a method of blocking uh, authorization. So you can search for, you know, say the main site, but you can't get into uh, what you're looking for. So the best way to, to explain it is to give an example of, of what this is. So um, a good example is, you know, uh, medical records, like we've got um, in Australia, uh, MyGov, you can access your Medicare records. So you can search for for um, you know MyGov or, or whatever on on the you know on a search engine, but you can't then go and get into someone's details. Um, also, right. you know membership websites and internet banking as well. So you can go and search for you know uh, Westpac uh, internet banking. It'll come up with a website, but you can't go and say uh, you know John Smith's uh, Westpac account internet banking and it'll come up with his you know details and you know let you get into that one so that that's pretty much what the um the deep web is so you got you probably this... you probably wouldn't want to get into John Smith's account <coughs> with all that effort because apparently he's in overdraft at the moment is so, he right yeah, yeah. poor bloke so sorry John but yeah maybe give him a helping hands and go mm. fund me or something tough times for Jono um Smithy yeah so uh We've got so the, what we call the surf, or what they call, and whoever come up with the name, uh, the surface web is just your normal internet browsing, and then you've got um, sort of the different layers. So then you've got surface web, deep web, and then dark web, which is you know obviously sounds dark and is uh, very much censored, and um, yeah, you're uh, you're able to remain uh, anonymous. Um, so. Um, an estimate it's estimated that 96% of the internet contains deep web uh, websites so um, yeah most so basically most of you know what you're searching for and what uh, is contained on the on the surface web is um, a part of the deep web so there's some kind of you know password protection and and whatnot on there um, but it's just yeah it's not you know you, you can all obviously search for whatever you like if you're just searching for uh, I don't know why is the sky blue or something it'll come up with a, a bit of a spill you don't have to put a password in for that but yeah that's that's the basic rundown of um, what the deep web is and yeah just make sure when you're chatting at the pub to your mates and talking about the dark web you don't say oh the deep web you might uh, sound like an absolute peanut big time and if you're allergic to nuts as well it's it's even worse mm, that's very true um yeah so that that's uh, a quick spill about that now we mentioned the tor browser before which is used to access the um dark web um so terry why don't you give us a bit of a, a bit more of a, a in-depth detail uh, and a quick uh, overview of what what this browser um does okay um tor sam how do you spell that again uh t O, R, wow! Give me a T, T. Give me an O, <laughs> O. Give me an R. R. Okay, thanks. Well, I think I'll fire it. Yeah, R. Um, <laughs> so a Tor browser. So this is used to access the dark web, right? Um, so you can't use your Google Chromes, you can't use your Mozilla Firefoxes or your Internet yeah. Edge or mm. whatever bloody Microsoft has come up with now. What, what are they using now? Like some garbage crap. Mm. Um, but yeah. Safari. Yeah, exactly. So you can't use all that sort of stuff. You need to use the Tor browser. And there's some other ones out there, but we're just going to go with Tor. We mm. may or may not be sponsored by them. So yeah, we're, gonna, we're not going to divulge that information. But nonetheless, Tor browser is probably the, the most common one to access the dark web. And it is a browser that routes your web page requests through a series of proxy servers operated by thousands of volunteers around the world, rendering, rendering your IP address 
unidentifiable and untraceable. Okay, so that's a lot of uh, computer computer mumbo jumbo right there. But basically, it's a browser that will then link your request that you're making in in that browser through a series of other different computers Mm. to then confuse anyone trying to track you because it's gone through all these computers and it just confuses the fuck out of whoever's trying to track it. Mm. saying where this search or where this uh, data that's been imported and executed, where it's actually come from. Yeah. So, yes, yeah. Yeah, so the IP address is unique to every computer. So right now, you know, I'm sitting in front of a computer. Uh, I've got an exposed IP address. They know, mm. they know where it's coming from. However, yeah. if I was using, you know, a Tor browser, it would then – so any request that I put in could go then to Singapore, could mm. then go to Equatorial Guinea, shout out to those guys, wow. um, could go then to the Faroe Islands, and mm. then it could maybe come back to say, for example, the Whit Sundays, yep. uh, where Graham spent his holiday with the kids <laughs> and the mists, right? Uh, and then after, so someone searching is like, oh, wh- where the fuck did this come from? You know, it's yep. gone to all these random locations. Mm. So that's that's the beauty of a Tor browser. Yeah, great. Um, so it sounds pretty great if you ask me. Mm. Um, and and it's so it can be so unpredictable and as well unreliable, um, the dark web. So. Yeah, sometimes you, you probably can't put too much trust into it, but I mean, eventually it's going to get what you want done, and that's not to be traced. Yeah. So yep. spot on. Yeah, definitely transports you to a virtual dark alley, and that Ooh. is called dark web. So mm. yeah, and, and as uh, Sam has brought his candle with us, well, hopefully mm. it's not a windy day because it might get blown out. Um, I'm all about potentially bringing maybe a lantern with some mm. glass that protects it in case that's of those windy days and those evenings. Um, mm. Yeah. I might um, have to take a baseball bat or a knife down that uh, dark alley as well. Be handy. You can acquire on the dark web. Mm, true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great. That's uh, we might. So have that's to... what that's what a tour browser is, Sam. Yeah. So you asked, Thank was, you. and I've given it to you. You happy now? Yeah, I'm very happy. Um, one one uh, further fact about the Tor browser: apparently, uh, it's main it's still mainly funded by the U.S. government. So they've still got some interest in it, um, and they're still promoting. Uh, you know the use of the dark web, so they must be getting a kick out of it some uh, somehow. And we uh, we might uh, we may or may not have a few theories or and conspiracies uh, around that. So stay tuned uh, later in the episode. Yay! Okay, how about you tell us how to actually navigate through it? The dark yes. web. Yes. <clears throat> no worries. I'll, I'll try. I mean, it um, comes out. Yeah. Let's uh, get the GPS out. Um, it, I haven't I haven't uh, tried myself because. You know, there's a few risks involved with actually doing it on your own computer uh, with, you know, trying to navigate the dark web through your own computer if you're not um, really computer savvy and, you know, you're not uh, on on the ball. So we'll give you a bit of a, a rundown of how you do or how you might be able to um, navigate the dark web, though. Um, so you can uh, use search engines much much like the surface web. You know, you go on your Google um, or you go on whatever you want to go on, Ask Jeeves or um, one of those uh, garbage search engines. Um, so you can go on there and search for things. Um, they, they've got one on the dark web which is called Grams. Um, I'm not sure if that refers to drugs or if that's just the name of the uh, of the search engine, but that's uh, that's the name of it. So if you're going to go, a, it is a unit of measurement in mm. the metric system. So I yes. Mean, yeah, let's not get carried away here, Sam. No, no. Well, I mean, hey, on the I think on the dark web you'll find a lot of grams and maybe even kilos. But um, so apparently it's one of the best uh, ways to search uh, in the dark web. Um, 
it's still it's still nowhere near as efficient as Google. Um, like so, it's sort of, you can sort of compare it with a you know nineteen nineties uh, search engine that um, you know back in uh, uh, back in the primary school days you might search for something and it comes up with all these irrelevant you know bull crap things that you don't even want to look for. You're like ah, what's going on here? You know maybe the uh, um, Ask Jeeves one that that was probably a, a real bad uh, way to search. But even Google back then it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty pretty bad in the nineties, I think, from memory. Mm. I mean, uh, I wasn't uh, wasn't too old in the nineties, but we still had access to computers back then, and um, yeah, it's sort of you know, it's it's not great. It gives you repetitive results that is sometimes not even things you're looking for. So I think it it sounds like it's very time consuming to um, navigate the dark web. So if you're going to go onto the dark web and, and you want to have a browse around, just make sure you've got a, a bit of time up your sleeve. You don't want to just go on there and have a quick 10-minute uh, dabble in, you know, um, where to buy um, grenades or something. Like, it's it's probably not going to be as easy as that. Um, so, yeah, put aside a bit of time. Um, so apparently there's a lot of issues. That they encounter, encounter a lot of issues um, with, like, timeout errors and connection um, timeouts and, and things like that. So... Uh, like I said, if you're not really, if you're not really uh, computer savvy and you're not really uh, into that kind of stuff and you don't know all the ins, ins and outs of you know these errors and how to fix them, um, it might be a bit of a, a bit of a task and a bit of a challenge for you. So it's not as easy as it uh, it might seem, and it's not as good as it might uh, it might seem e- uh, either. So yeah, they reckon it's it's pretty frustrating, and and sometimes you just uh, yeah, you, like I said, you need to put the time in, um, and also. Yeah, just uh, yeah, be very cautious when you're navigating too. Mm. And, and you know, it, it's very difficult to navigate through the dark web. It's 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 advanced. So even mm. if you think you're a pretty you know um, accomplished sort of uh, internet browser on the mm. surface web, you, you're you're nothing in the dark web. You're a piece no. of piss, <laughs> right? You you actually start from the bottom again. It's like yeah. going from you know you you know you've graduated primary school. You're a top dog in a you know, big fish in a small pond. And once you get to high school, you're, you're nothing. Yeah, that's right. So it, it, that's, that's what the dark web is. And, mm. you know, yeah, as, as Sam mentioned as well, you need a bit of time. So mm. if you think you can go on the dark web for a quickie, um, just like what you might do with the missus, um, no, nah, no chance, mate. Um, you, you've got to last the journey. You've got to, mm. yeah, you, you, no impotency here. Yeah, um, put in the hard yards there and uh, you get the results probably. Absolutely. Um, but, that's what yeah. we've been told. Yep, Hard work it. pays off, and you got to be uh, better. You got to be cautious as well, um, because you know, as we said, you know, it's it's uh, anonymous, and that doesn't stop people from uh, stop people from trying to hack you while you're trying to navigate around the, uh, you know, around the dark web. So um, it's sort of you know, like you're uh, I don't know, maybe going through a small uh, or maybe a touristy city in Europe or something, and uh, you've got a couple hundred dollar. Hundred dollar bills hanging out the back of the pocket. People uh, can just pinch them, and yeah, you know they'll probably uh, quite easily take them without you even noticing. So, yeah, just be cautious. Mm. Oh, you know, if they do that, then you know I might just with an extra couple hundred bucks in my own pocket, I might just you know buy some logging credentials and get an extra mm. fifty grand. <laughs> I might even actually get that person's logging credentials, and he's like, oh, I've stolen some bloke's mm-hmm. couple of hundred euro out of his pocket. Well, you know, what? I'm gonna fuck him up big time. Go on the dark web, I'll just. Steal everything he's got. <laughs> Might even steal those photos to Santorini that he went on a holiday mm. with, with his family. 
<laughs> and yeah, we're, we're obviously um, not picking on Graham too much. So no, that no. with Sunday's trip was quite memorable. Oh, nice and warm there. Um, yeah. So Terry, uh, how about you tell us what uh, what it looks like, what what the dark web looks like uh, in particular? Okay. Um, so let's let's start painting a picture. Um, mm. you, oh, look, some some of the boys call me Picasso, but you know, <laughs> I'm I'm a bit modest and I try to keep a lid on it. Mm. So yeah. We got a blank canvas here, so let's just let's just imagine this, because obviously um, we're for the non-binary listeners, so you can only just use your ears. Yep. Basically, it looks like any other website, just with a few slight differences. Mm. Um, so, for example, like when you know you got websites ending in .com or .co, the dark websites actually end in .onion. Um, depends Ooh. on how how you pronounce it. Could be onion. Um, but yeah, it's spelt like onion. Onion. Um, mm. Yeah. So it's, that's a delicious uh, vegetable that gets grown in the ground. Um, can be bitey and spicy and delicious. Mm. Could add some real serious flavor. But uh, in terms of websites, it's definitely um, that's it, sort of the end of a website. Um, mm. So it, it is a special use top level domain suffix um, mm. designated. An anonymous hidden service rechangeable via the Tor network. So yeah, another bit of um, complex uh, mumbo jumbo there in the computer world. But basically, yeah, instead of ending with .com or .co or .net or mm. um, most websites on the dark web end in .onion or onion. Mm. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's interesting. So yeah, I'm starting right. to paint the picture. Um, let me just go to my uh, pastel colours. Okay. And, uh, start. Let me just start on this other bit of the canvas. All right. Um, so dark websites often use scrambled URLs. Now I'm pretty sure we've all heard what a URL is. Um, do you know what a URL actually stands for, Sam? Um. Ooh, you tested me there. Universal. No. Time's out. No. Okay. So a URL stands for Uniform Resource Locator. Mm. Wow. Okay. So maybe if you've learned something new today, um, and I'm sure you have, this is another one, Uniform Resource Locator. So um, the dark websites often use scrambled URLs um, that are often very impossible to remember. Um, mm. unless you've got like a sick and <clears throat> sort of memory um, and you're sort of slightly not normal and that's just one of your, uh, your strengths. Well, mm. yeah, maybe you can. But a popular commerce website, is called Dream Marker on the dark web. Now, you'd think it would be, you know, darkweb.onion on the dark, you know? Uh, sorry, it would be dreammarket.onion on the dark web, right? Mm, That's what you yeah. think the URL sense. should be. Yeah. All right. However, instead, because it's so impossible to remember, and this is part of the anonymity, uh, well, sorry, the anonymousness of the dark web, the actual URL of Dream Marker is EAJ. WLVM3Z2LCCA76.onion. Wow, jeez. Can you just repeat just that again? I <laughs> know, uh, I'm not going to bore the listeners, but that oh, was yeah. basically the URL for Dream Market. Wow. How are you going to remember that? It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I might um, have to write that one down on a, on a post that note and stick that on the computer or something. That's, yeah, that's definitely. Crazy. So, yeah, just to access certain websites on the dark web. The URL was ridiculous, and hmm. it, it, it's quite. Oh, I guess it's it's sort of in line with um, basically the the purpose of the dark web uh, hmm. to remain anonymous, <clears throat> and yeah, um, and, and that's just one of the ways that it can be done. 
Um, many dark websites also set up by scammers, um, and they constantly move around like um, nomadic individuals um, to avoid action from their victims. So even commerce sites that have been around for a year have been known to disappear if the owners decide to cash in and take the money that they're holding on behalf of their customers. Jeez. So, yeah, even the dark web can have actually have some dark individuals on there. So say, you know, you buy those login credentials for a bank account with $50,000 and it costs you 500 bucks. They may promise it to you in a month's time, but who's to say that these dark web, um, I guess, domain operators might mm. just not take your 500 bucks and piss off because That's right. you're trusting someone that you don't even know to give mm. you those login credentials and you're giving the 500 bucks. So it's weird. Two individuals... Yep. Entering into an agreement, one wanting login credentials for $50,000 gives 500 bucks to the person that's going to provide the service. Little do they know that they don't even know each other, Yeah, that they might not even get the service that they're getting, mm, that's that they right. paid for. Yeah. So yeah, within a sort of corrupt society, more corruption can even take place. That's right. Yeah. And mm. you can't- like uh, corrupt you... on corruption. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't corrupt go- Corrupt squared. Uh, can't go to- <laughs> Can't go to the ACCC or Consumer Affairs to put in a complaint about, um, you know, uh, member black one two three dark alley eight five six seven. Like you can't go and put a dot complaint onion. in about yeah dot, dot onion. You can't go and put a complaint in about that. So yeah, very very interesting. And like we said, yeah, you just sort of got to um, be very wary. So it sounds it sounds very you know interesting, and it sounds like a, a fun place to be the dark web but do uh, little do you know you might be getting robbed uh, left right and center big time but the one thing you can do is <laughs> blow that whistle ah uh, yes yeah mm, i thought you meant you can whistle on uh, on the dark web yeah you can do that too and no one would know who it's coming from that's you can remain that, that whistle can remain anonymous <laughs> that's great that's yeah really handy. Mm. um so how about you sam me move yeah. on and and actually get onto the, some law enforcement officials targeting yep. the dark to sort of expose certain individuals for these illegal activities. How about you do that? Yeah, I will. I will. Yeah. Well, um, obviously, there's a lot of uh, a lot of illegal um, you know illegal activity on the dark web. So you might think, you know, how come? Like, why why isn't this put to a stop? Um, as we said, it was created by the U.S. government, so it's sort of like you know, well, they've created it. Um, what are they? What are they going to do about it? Can they shut it down? Well, um, at the moment, like well, governments around the world are just really trying to um, put resources into um, investigating those sales of illicit goods and you know the drugs and weapons and you know maybe terrorism and and uh, all that kind of bad stuff that goes on on the dark web. So they're trying to um, they're trying to get into uh, you know, into the dark web and infiltrate that and trace people. Obviously, like we said, it's, it's anonymous, but the government's obviously putting a lot of uh, uh, resources into that and money to try to break through those uh, those walls and, um, you know, uncover those people doing the wrong thing on there. So um, instead of shutting it down, they're sort of trying to, uh, you know, trying to work their way in there um, and, yeah, shut down a bit of, uh, bit of this bad uh, activity that's going on. So... Back in uh, 2017, um, a, a team of cyber police from three different countries, they actually uh, shut down a website on the dark web called Alpha Bay, um, which is pretty much, uh, you know, I guess you could say the equivalent to eBay um, on the surface web. Um, so Alpha Bay, uh, it's, yeah, it, it was 
you know one of the largest sources of, of contraband so um all your needs that uh, that you know you have for weapons and drugs and what other uh, what else you know i don't know maybe some explosives or something like that you could just go to alpha bay and uh, click you know buy it now maybe make the seller an offer or something like that and um yeah get yourself something through the mail but yeah once this was shut down by the uh, the cyber police um it sent major shockwaves through the dark web community because people were you know pretty uh, pretty scared and pretty like you know, worried like oh well, if they can shut this down then you know they might be able to infiltrate the dark web and um, unmask a, f- a few people on there but um yeah apparently they reckon just a lot of merchants sh- just shifted to other platforms and created different uh, websites and you know the beauty of the dark web is you're um you know you're anonymous you re- remain anonymous um and it, it makes it very difficult to track the physical location of where you know say alpha bay um uh, started uh so i mean yeah they can shut it down but whether they can actually trace um, the source of, of this website and who created it, it's it's very difficult to do so. So I think, um, yeah, they're mainly looking at trying to shut down these um, these uh, websites and, you know, monitor things. Uh, I think it's it's not really, a, 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 a you know, an option to go and completely uh, switch off the dark web as such. Um, I don't even think it's, you know, um, possible to do so. But, yeah, so... Um, the you know you might think all right yeah there's a lot of things on there that are illegal you can buy all these bad things and you, know, you can do all these things buy stolen credit card numbers this and that it's not actually illegal to to um to use the dark web and to search on the dark web because like we said it can be used for a lot of other purposes not just illegal um, activity so it's um a bit of a you know a freedom to to people to you know jump on and, and use it if they want um. Whistleblowing is not illegal, Sam. No, that's right. So, yeah, yeah. you know, blowing that whistle um, yeah. or, or even the song. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, so, we, you know, you've got... <laughs> yeah, I mean, even Flowrider likes to blow that whistle. Maybe he does it on the dark mm, web. Maybe he does. That's a good tune, actually. Nice one. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, you know, people, say, for instance, people that are living in North Korea, you know, there's very limited um, uh, access to, well, I don't think they can have access to the, the internet or the, you know, the um, the surface web, as we call it. They've got uh, access to, you know, these uh, internal uh, internet, um, you know, platforms that are all pretty much run by the government and uh, all the news and, um, you know, all the information that, is uh, available on online is just controlled by the government so um yeah it's pretty useful for people like that because then they can actually get this information from um from the rest of the world and see what's going on in, in the world rather than just being told what's going on um and being told you know the sky's green um, and not blue and not questioning it so yeah it's very hard because you sort of got a balance of it's used for some good things um like you said terry whistleblowing um, very helpful to to actually encourage people to come forward, um, but then yeah, obviously they're they're sort of working like it's all not working side by side, but the things that happen on the dark web, you know, uh, are obviously probably you know around fifty fifty. Like we said, some's illegal, some is not, and you know how do you how do you control that mix? Um, yeah, you leave that up to the law enforcement. I completely agree, and you know what? Yeah, you always got to take the good with the bad. It's yeah. like a it's like when you have a maxi bon ice cream. Everyone loves that sandwich cookie part of it. And then the other part, you just think to yourself, oh, I fucking wish I could chuck that shit away. <laughs> you wish the whole thing was the sandwich cookie. But yeah. in life, you're never always going to get everything uh, picture perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, 
let's just think of it as a maxi bomb. Very Ice cream. That's a good comparison. Delicious. Um, so we'll move on um, now. Cryptocurrencies. Um, we know what. Uh, yes. well, I think a lot of people know what cryptocurrencies are. In the past, you know, five or so years, they've become very popular. Um, uh, so things like Bitcoin, if you, if you don't know, that's what a cryptocurrency, uh, a type of cryptocurrency. So Terry, why don't you tell us how do these cryptocurrencies relate to the dark web? Because we've, we've heard a lot of, uh, you know, um, a lot of theories and a lot of links between these two. Uh, so let us know what uh, what the go is there. Mm. Is it cryptocurrency or is it crypto? Uh, it's, um, definitely, it's definitely crypto. Okay, thank you. Um, I just yeah, you're you're the uh, pronunciation king, Sam. Oh uh, yes, and I commend you for you know not only your presence and and being a co-host in this podcast, but mm. the pronunciation is impeccable, and you you've sort of you know kept me and you know on the right path and mm. um, on our journey to greatness. So thank mm. you. Thanks for your kind words. No, that's I'm just being completely honest. Um, so yeah, cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and how do they relate to the dark web? Well, nearly all transactions in the dark web are actually funded with Bitcoin or another cryptocurrency. Um, and it enables those two parties to not only carry out that successful transaction um, for an exchange of a good or a service, um, but it also allows them to not know each other's identity, which mm. the dark web loves being anonymous. And this is another way to just maintain that um, I guess anonymousness, uh, mm. if that's even a word. Yeah. But let's just say it is. Um, <laughs> Bitcoin itself has been a major factor in the growth of the dark web. And, you know, it was a few years ago where uh, the Bitcoin uh, price really went sky high because yeah. everyone was uh, starting to learn about it and it was uh, pumped through the media. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it sort of tapered off a little bit, but it seems as if it's here to stay and it's definitely here to stay with uh, the dark web world and obviously after all of you listeners listening to that i think the dark web is going to just go through the roof and <laughs> maybe the big, big bitcoin price um will mm. go through the roof as well so mm. you know um maybe we might invest in some sand before it actually goes sky yeah yeah and maybe right. you listeners should do the same as well i mean <laughs> it's a it's an investment um and you can take it off the web as well and put it in your ledger wallets that you can mm. acquire right. um yep. So why not um, set up your, you know, for future generations and you mm-hmm. know, making sure you get those uh, grandkids into college uh, all for free. Uh, or you can just steal someone's uh, bank credentials, um, mm, you know what true. kind of an operator you are. But, I mean, if you do that, I'm going to blow that whistle, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, so using cryptocurrency doesn't mean that the transaction actually still is safe. It just means that the funds cannot be traced. Mm. So, yeah... It, it, it does uh, it still increase the chance of scammers thieving. And as we were talking about before with the, the law enforcement and all that sort of stuff, um, mm-hmm. so you can still pay $500 for those bank credentials. It doesn't yep. mean you're going to get them. Someone yeah, can still right, just yeah. steal that, that $500 worth of, of crypto. Yeah, uh, exactly. So, yeah, still doesn't mean it's safe, but it cannot be traced regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, most e-commerce platforms on the dark web actually hold funds in escrow until the product has been delivered. So this is another little safe way of maybe acquiring something um, and, and guaranteeing, uh, you know, basically that the product and or service is delivered. Um, so, yeah, that, that is some sort of a slight little safe haven there for you. Um, but don't expect uh, the likes of like a PayPal type approach where they might open up a case if you're not mm. happy or satisfied, if the goods um, did not arrive in a satisfactory um, condition. Um it is up to the seller to decide you know, on the outcome. So, yeah, right. yeah I mean, mm. you, you could probably, you know, 
maybe you get like a little, I don't know, uh, model aircraft of, you know, um, I don't know, ancient Egypt pyramids, but, you know, it comes through you know, the dark web and comes through the post and it's all broken into pieces and you're like, ah, oh, mm. spewing about that. Well, sorry, but it's uh, buyer beware um, mm. on the dark web. So, yep. yeah, um, really enjoy those model pyramids. <laughs> and actually look great on the mantelpiece. Lovely. Um, mm. Uh, when purchasing goods, there's also no guarantee that they will arrive. So, yeah, once again, um, you know, and if they do, well, the police could be onto you. So that's where those entrepreneurial um, ingeniuses out there should um, maybe come up with a dark post. So mm, true. could uh, divert that um, law authority. Um, there's also even a dedicated website that provides news of people who have been arrested for dark web purchases. So... Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's a little interesting little uh, platform we've got there. Mm. Um, so it's like a little website or ledger of those that have been arrested for those purchases that may be illegal um, yep. that have been done on the dark web. So, mm. yeah, I guess there's a bit of a dark web blacklist on the dark web. Mm. Yeah. And you know what? Why not? And, and I'm guessing those that have sort of been found and um, those that have been posted have been done so by those whistleblowers. So we've Definitely, really emphasized... Yeah. Um, you know, the importance of them and, you know, God bless you. Yeah, that's it, Sarah. yeah, yeah. yeah um, so. Back to the cryptos just quickly, yeah. Um, Bitcoin, obviously, it's, uh, well, a few years ago, it just went, you know, crazy. It was, uh, you know, say 10 years ago, it was a, maybe a couple hundred bucks, if that, maybe 20 bucks, and then it went up to about $15,000, I think, from memory, US dollars. Wow. So, yeah, it went up uh, wildly. And I think, um, yeah, the, this these transactions on the dark web sort of really, like, really pushed the, um, the price up because people were like, oh, well, you know, I can remain anonymous on the dark web and then I've got this cryptocurrency that, you know, I've, I've got ownership of it but no one can trace back to who purchased mm. this 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 uh, cryptocurrency. So um, a cryptocurrency, I think, does have like a serial number for each sort of, you know, coin, uh, digital coin that they have but there's no, you know, record like uh, as if you were purchasing shares on the stock market where they've got all your details, they know your name, your address, your tax file number and all that. Um, cryptocurrencies don't know anything, um, which, you know, it's it's a benefit because you can't be traced. But then again, like Terry said, uh, if they're stolen, then, you know, you've you got not, uh, nothing to stand, no leg to stand on, unfortunately. Um, yeah, thanks for covering that, Terry. Um, we've got the last segment here. That's okay. Thank you. Thank you. Last segment, which is all, always the uh, the juicy uh, the juicy segment we like to call it, um, it's just a, around some conspiracy theories uh, regarding mm. the dark web. Um, so let's jump into these and, and you know whip through a few of these and uh, you know poke a few holes in the stories or, or uh, give the uh, tick of approval. So um, one uh, conspiracy theory is that uh, it, well is the government behind the dark web? Well, I guess we yeah they, they are they created it. Yes. Um, and if they did, cre- so they did create it. Why, why don't they dismantle it? If if that's the case, so they know how to. They know what goes on on there. There's obviously illegal activities. So why don't they dismantle it? Well, that's a good question, Sam. And, and I, I think purely and simply they've created it, but and they they're pretty proud of their creation. And I think some people would 
have benefited from it. But mm. maybe they still use it on an ongoing basis. I'm sure they've got other means to now communicate and, and, and share data across certain allies and countries and even states without being traced. But I'm sure that they maybe they're dabbling in a bit of illegal activity as well. Yeah. Uh, mm. Maybe they're loving those lifetime Netflix subscriptions. <laughs> maybe Donald Trump's got flat out all these uh, other subscriptions, lifetime guarantee, only for the cost of six bucks. Yeah. Cheap. True, true. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, like we said, I guess another factor is that it's not just used for these illegal activities, but yeah, it's very sus that they don't, um, you know, just uh, scrap it completely and maybe uh, come up with a different system, but they obviously see a benefit in it. Um, let's, uh, we'll go on to it. Should we push on to another one, Terry? Um, yes, we will. Uh, on governments, again, do governments use this um, platform, the dark web, to hire assassins and things like that? Um, so, oh, for wow. example, could the royals, I'm just going to throw it out there, could the royals have uh, used it to hire a hitman to kill Epstein? Yeah, well, I mean, um, from what we know from the, from the news and the media, uh, Epstein committed suicide. Um, mm. But, I mean, uh, take, taking a devil's advocate approach and looking on the other side of the coin, yep. yeah, suicide, a um, bit convenient, is it, or or not? Mm. Or, or did, you know, yeah, the royals um, hire an you know, an assassin, yeah. a hitman to, to knock him off. Maybe he hey, had yeah. some um, information on the royals that they didn't want leaked. Who knows? Yep. Um, but th this is a case that's uh, been hotly discussed and, uh, you know, there, there's so many things out there and there's even documentaries being, being done on it um, yep. Yep. of how mm. important Epstein was and he's linked to the royals. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, this is, this is a platform, the dark web, that they could have used yep. and, and no one would have known. Because it's right. all anonymous, um, so mm. I, I doubt Queen Elizabeth II's um, that tech savvy, or maybe we we shouldn't judge a book by its cover. Mm. Maybe she's a uh, IT guru. Very true. Yeah, good old, yep. uh, good old Lizzie. Mm. So yeah, that's a that's a juicy one there. I'm actually salivating on, off that particular <laughs> conspiracy theory, Sam. Thanks for. Mm. Can you give me another juicy one, please? Oh, I can. Don't worry. Plenty more where that come from. Um, Again, on I guess there's a lot around governments these conspiracy theories, and uh, they usually they usually are. Um, are governments like the US still using it to send information, um, and also are they using it to leak information anonymously? So, I guess it, it'll be pretty handy for the government to say, for example, the US they've got a bit of a feud going with uh, you know China, um, they had a bit of a feud with uh, Iran, so. Could they maybe be using the dark web to leak some information about, you know, China's doing this, China's, uh, you know, I don't know, using the coronavirus um, uh, issue as an example, uh, you know, saying that oh, China developed this uh, coronavirus themselves in a lab. Can they maybe be or could they use it to release that kind of stuff and, and to taint the uh, reputation of other countries, Terry? Yeah, interesting that you've raised that, Sam. I it's hard to bloody know. I mean, mm. but but you can see so much potential there, um, yeah. and, and that's that, that adds more fuel to the fire why the U.S. government haven't dismantled it. I'm sure, as, as we've just mentioned, that they've probably come up with other means necessary to to communicate and that sort of stuff. But why does it still exist? Mm. Um, well, all right, there's a lot of illegal shit going on, but maybe they're still lapping it up and really enjoying the uses that it does have. And and yeah, yeah I, I I think some of this dodgy shit does go on. Yeah. 
leaking information and, yep. and even even it could be false information spreading yeah. false rumors exactly. just to get people disgruntled and get to get other countries sort of rivaling each other yeah yeah even um internally i guess in the u.s you look at the elections uh, when trump was up against uh, clinton like uh, you know there's a few stories there like you know these uh, emails that came out and things were getting leaked about um you know both parties and um, yeah, that's really interesting. That you know, where did it all come from? It could be just you know that's why they're keeping this uh, dark web um, in action and uh, yeah, just using it against their enemies and to uh, yeah, really benefit themselves. Maybe Hillary Clinton should have sent her emails on the dark web. Um, yeah, so they wouldn't have true. got leaked. But <laughs> yeah, that's very interesting how you can exploit you know your positions. Mm. Um, so not even on a government standpoint, you can just you know, in anything um, that mm. you're competing with someone else, you can exploit them and sort of. Uh, falsely blow a whistle yep. um so you can even just come up with some fictitious garbage yep. about someone and it's come off the dark web and you know sometimes people put some substance behind that because yep. you know um if someone doesn't want to be identified well it, it sort of does like slightly a little bit of credibility because you don't yeah, know who yeah. it's coming from but you know it, you can't dismiss it either that's right it's yeah. out there yeah. um and obviously and, uh, as long as you don't come up with anything far-fetched with like you know uh, alien anal probes or anything like that, uh, there's definitely going to be, it, it's going to be considered. Definitely, yeah, which um, then leads us on to the next uh, conspiracy theory. Um, instead of governments, maybe corporations are using it to, to leak negative information about competitors, um, yep. possibly, That's like, you disgust. know, yeah, um, Apple versus Samsung, you know, um, uh, Samsung might release a, uh, something about Apple saying, oh, their new phone, like Apple's phones are, you know, cause cancer or you know can uh self-combust and blow up in your hand like they might release all these uh you know all these uh silly ideas and um and you know accusations and uh, who knows if they're true but people are still going to take it uh take it on board and you know blow it up in something huge as the media likes to do yeah, and, and also they can even use um, the dark web, Apple and Samsung, for example, to maybe um, spread information within the company so then uh, other competitors don't have that information to their, at their own disposal. So say Samsung want to put like a, a seventh camera on their phone because they've already got like mm. five or six on there. <laughs> yeah. um, they want to put a seventh one and they don't want Apple to know. So when yep. they release their new phone, well, that's a competitive advantage. So exactly, you can yeah. actually use it within your own corporation to sort of protect mm. Um, your intellectual property. So yeah. again, mm. another legal and suitable use for the dark web. And and right. once again, who's to say the US government aren't using this for their own, you know, legal and and you know safe purposes. Yeah. Just so exactly. nothing gets leaked. Yeah. Um, That's right. Yeah, it's, it's great. Mm, very good. Um, all right, last one, Terry. Before we wrap things up. Uh, oh wow. Don't want to hold people up too much, but. Uh, um, we mentioned that, uh, you know, there was, there's uh, organs and human organs that you can purchase on the dark web. Um, now, we've heard about China um, harvesting organs. I don't know. There's been some, you know, rumors and some stories about how China, um, you know, harvest organs and, and sell them. Um, now, are governments like China selling these organs on the dark web? Are they the ones that are offering the, uh, the heart or the liver for $100,000, Terry? Yeah, it's hard to know, Sam. I mean, there's a lot of rumor and innuendo out there about this. Um, and I have read some articles about them harvesting organs um, mm. from living and non-living uh, type entities, um, whether they're human or not, yep. who's, who's to say. But, I mean, if they're going to be doing it and if it does exist, well, what better platform to do it than on the mm. dark web? 
Exactly. Um, it's yep. a bloody onion there. And, you know, the, the surface web is just the outer layers. And the more you dive deep, the more it stinks. And mm. boy, um, it could be quite smelly in there. Um, yeah. Especially if you leave. Yeah. It could even. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, onions don't smell the greatest. So, mm. and, and I don't think an organ left out in the sun would smell the great either. No. But no. I guess if it does happen and if it, you know, if you want to acquire that, well, what better place to do it than dark mm, web? And exactly. uh, if you do find out, well, there's only one thing to do. And, and what is it, Sam? What's that? Blow that whistle? Absolutely. <laughs> Blow that bloody whistle. <laughs> yeah, great. Oh. Let him know. Let, let, let Flo know. Rider know. Blow that whistle and let him know. Um, he mm. says it in the song and he's saying it now. And I'm saying it now. So, Is it Flo Rider or Florida? Yeah, that's a good point. Mm, that's actually a conspiracy in itself. <laughs> Stay it tuned for the upcoming artist of Flow Rider and or Florida. Mm. <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, Sam, some juicy conspiracies. We've covered some good shit today. Um, good. Apologies if your name is Graham. Um, <laughs> we're not targeting you. And also the dark web. You know, we're not saying to have a go at it, but if you do, well, it's not illegal. So, I mean, right. discretion's up to you. And yeah, thanks for joining us today. Remember, mm. at Turnstones Pod is our handle on Instagram and Twitter. Give us a follow, and mm. also it's a great little platform there, which isn't—it's on the Surface Web, so everyone can access it. Yeah. Um, it's a great little platform to sort of keep up to date with us, to even contact us, and just to see what's coming up, mm-hmm. uh, what we've done. Um, yeah, and Sam thoroughly enjoys uh, scrolling through our Instagram. Yeah, it's great. Some good uh, good content on there. Um, if you have access to the dark web or after this uh, podcast, you do give us a DM and let us know how it went. Let us know what you purchased. Be good. No worries. I'm done. So yep. at Turnstones Pod, that's the handle. I reckon Sam might repeat it one more time. At Turnstones Pod, get around wow. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>